It's just us, Zeus. Welcome to Wrestling is for Girls, a podcast for everyone. I am Jillian, and I am here, as always, with Abigail, <laughs> who, I think, <laughs> who I think I ruined with that opening. Uh, and we're going to talk to you about wrestling this week. Are you doing okay over there, Abigail? Yeet. <laughs> Yeet. Uh, there was a hot moment, um, I think, when... It must have been Raw when Jay came out during Raw and like I heard his music and I kept like, I didn't hear the, it's just me, Oos. And I was like, <laughs> oh no, don't tell me they cut it. Don't tell me like, no, we made too much fun of it, but it's still there. So Good. crisis averted. I want to make fun of it for years to come. So <laughs> it's so amazing. <sighs> it is well, just him, Oos. Uh, there's, I mean, one thing I want to bring up right away, I guess, is that the merger between... UFC and WWE is now complete. It's complete. They're like TKO now, right? T- yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I read something today. I don't know. I think it was Triple H. I don't know who said it. Anyway, they were like, we want everybody who's a UFC fan to be a WWE fan and everybody who's a WWE fan to be a UFC fan. I don't. I don't see that happening for myself. How about you? Uh, I guess the thing is, like, you know, people will be like, you know, that's fake, right? It's like, yes, I know WWE is fake. And that's what I like about it. I like that <laughs> another one of my trashy little scripted dramas. Well, I, I also just, I mean, I know that like the, the people in UFC are skilled athletes, but like, of course, I feel like they're actively trying to harm each other. And like cause major damage and that's mm-hmm. not necessarily the case in the wwe and i think that's why i prefer it like yeah bad shit happens but sure. it's not on purpose bad shit so there's a lot of gifted at like there's lots of football players who are amazing at their craft but i think football is one of the most boring things i've ever seen ufc <laughs> is kind of like that for me like i can admire what they do but at the end of the Ugh. day and I don't, I don't want to see people really get hurt on purpose. So yeah, I just feel like there's just nonstop carnage on that stuff. So mm-hmm. anyway, I guess they're going to try to like plan events together. So like when they go to a, a, a city, uh... like not uh, mixed, but like, right. There'll be a UFC event on Saturday and a WWE event on Sunday or something like that. So can you imagine yeah. how this is going to drive up oh. the price of tickets? I mean, I hadn't even thought of that, but that's a really good point because they're already so expensive. So I just, I don't understand why they're so expensive. I really can't. I feel like we're entering an era of like, oh, you can get a really good deal if you see the UFC fight like this night and the WWE fight this night. But of course, they're both going to be so pricey. Yeah. We'll see. Ugh. Yeah, I already feel like I the odds of me ever seeing a wrestling show again are going to be pretty slim to none unless yeah. we suddenly have like money coming in from somewhere dad so dad, I don't know. we need a scholarship um for us really really soon <laughs> i mean you guys just made a 200 billion dollar deal so i think you have some right. some change to spend anyway spend some cash well are you ready to talk about uh wrestling shows from the week Oh my gosh, I've never been more ready. Let's do it. 
All right. Well, we're going to talk about SmackDown first, as per usual. And the show opens with Charlotte and Shotzi. And as I was writing my notes, I cracked myself up because I accidentally called them Shartzi. Because <laughs> I was trying to combine their names. Into oh, a nice Shartzi portmanteau. is beautiful. <laughs> I love Shartzi. It brings a whole new meaning to the taking care of business tank, doesn't it? Oh my God. So Shartzi is taking on damage control, EO and mm-hmm. Bailey. Um, I, I, Dakota hasn't wrestled at all since she's been back, has she? Yeah, Dakota's not medically cleared. Still? Okay. Okay. Yeah. So she's back, but she's not back, back. Okay. Right. She's back, but she's not better than ever. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I don't have a ton to say about this match specifically, more so what happened after the match. Mm-hmm. But if okay. there's anything specific you want to talk about, the match itself we should we certainly can uh no you know what i thought it was a grab bag of weird things but it was fun and i enjoyed it yeah it was um i kind of like short-haired shotzi i feel like she's she's like she's like spiderier now i don't know (laughs) like she's like her bonkers is working for her she's in her crazy goth pixie era and i love that for her I think I also saw a thing that she and Scarlett are going to do some YouTube show about hauntings. What? And like, I was delighted and I really hope that's not just something they made up for fun. Like, you know, mocked it up. I hope that's actually going to happen. Stay tuned when this podcast becomes hauntings are for girls. I would love to watch that. Oh my God. Just in time for spooky season. Oh, that would be great. That'd be so great. Speaking of just in time for spooky season, dad, quick note in this week's letter, that idea we've had for quite a long time about the license to print money that is the WWE tarot deck. Yeah, this is like the perfect time to introduce it leading into spooky season, leading into the holiday season, the shopping Mm -hmm. season, like you could you could make a mint. Come on. It's the perfect gift for all your best witches so it's it's true oh man okay i'm gonna keep hoping for that so after well so kind of during the match ish near the end oscar showed up and was creeping around Mm -hmm. oscar's favorite i think oscar's favorite mode i think is creep mode and she took the belt and was taunting eo with the belt i I love that dakota had one freaking job during this match and she could not account <laughs> like Dakota, get it together. One job. Poor Dakota. That met that non-medical clearance has really gotten to her. Screw her mother. So Shotzi pins Bailey, which is exciting. So the distraction helped Shartzi take the <laughs> Shartzi for the win. <laughs> take the win. Um, and then there was a moment where, you know, my face off dreams are coming true where Asuka and Eo were just kind of standing there in the ring giving each other the stare down. I'm so excited for this. It really feels like the things that we've asked for are falling one by one into our laps. Except that goddamn tarot deck. (laughs) I mean, do you want to trade everything that's happened in the last two weeks of wrestling for a a deck of tarot cards? No, but there are things I would trade. So dad, if you want to talk. Um, and so backstage a little bit later after, after this, we see EO is challenging Asuka. Yes, she's she's had enough. She Which is I ready kinda, to do it. 
I kind of enjoy this like aggressive title holder thing where it's mm -hmm. like they're not waiting to be challenged they're just going right out and challenging I love that for her she's like I am a little nuts I love violence you love violence let's make something happen also loving this like Japanese wrestler showcase that's happening on WWE yes. like, we got Io we got Asuka we got Shinsuke it's like that's fine. Let's put the spotlight on some different folks for once. And I'm loving these folks. So this is wonderful. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I agree. I love, I love you and Asuka. So I'm literally looking forward to that. And you said that match is what a week from Monday or this coming Monday? I think it's, I think it's two weeks, two weeks from, okay. uh, from Friday. Oh, Friday SmackDown. We're in SmackDown. God. Yeah. Everything's in raw time, time to me. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to that. I am. Absolutely. I'm excited. I hope. I, I would like to see, I mean, I want to see EO retain. I feel like she hasn't done a lot of, um, de de I was going to say defensions. That's not a fucking word. Uh, <laughs> well, she certainly hasn't done a lot of defenses. defenses. <laughs> I don't know what defensions was trying to do, like defenestrations, not, also not what she's been doing. We don't know how much of that she's done. I mean, she's pretty <laughs> That's angry. True. Uh, so, um, after this. We get to see one of our favorites. Paul's backstage on the phone. Mm -hmm. And Jimmy Uso of Jim Uso Honda interrupts him. Yes. And Jimmy, we've noticed, has this kind of like nervous energy about him ever since, you know, he kind of made his solo debut. I don't know if you want to call it that. Ever since he kind of like turned on his brother and did it because he loved him and then was trying to tell everybody that's why he did it and now he's back in the bloodline transition it's incredibly confusing and i <laughs> i'm really hoping we're trying to paint a picture of jimmy uso as a man unhinged because otherwise <laughs> the writer's room needs to get together and agree on a single narrative i know, I know. it's like they're dueling narratives who's gonna win i wish we could vote each week that would be fun that would be cool so Jimmy's convinced he's like back in the bloodline, like everything's great. He was annoyed that Solo was like telling him when he could be back in the bloodline. Mm -hmm. I also love that everybody calls Paul Heyman OG. I love that so I much. I just think it's, it's like, such a cute nickname. For the bloodline, it's like grandpa. I know. Uh, but there's a little bit of a hitch, right? Yes. Yes, there is. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay, can we just like... I was so confused because like, okay, so Paul is like, look, Solo and Roman aren't here. Clear. Understand that part. But then he's like, you know, you're like not really in the bloodline <laughs> because Roman hasn't offered you a house and a car and a yacht. And I don't think <laughs> I was clear that those are perks of bloodline employment. I feel like the, the, the job description or whatever, like the total rewards package that they offer, like keeps growing. Yeah. It used to be just fish. It used to be fish and a ride on the jet and or the bus. Right. A steak. Once in a while, there was steak. Yep. Now, now it's, it's like a cars and yachts. And and I guess before there might have been a little taking care of your family in there. But that was about right. it. Maybe they're I, not taking care of the family anymore and you get a yacht instead. I feel like the problem is they were taking care of your family in the nice sense, but then there was always the underlying threat of taking care of your yes. family. Yes. 
So I I guess I'm kind of interested in how a person breaks into the bloodline as a career move because while yeah. I have a house and a car, I do not have any mahi-mahi <laughs> and I don't have a yacht. Have you ever eaten mahi-mahi? Yeah, it's delicious. Is it? Yeah. It's just a white fish, but it's good. Is it fishy? No, it's not fishy at all. Ooh. It's an ocean fish, right? It is an yeah. ocean fish. <laughs> um mahi mahi is for girls i'm pretty good at lake fish but i don't know so much about ocean fish it's good <laughs> um so i don't think it's looking super great for james uso of jim uso honda but i mean i don't know this this development in his character and the storyline is making me so uncomfortable <laughs> i feel like we can all see the spiraling and the doom and the impending beatdown he's going to get and he's just like jim uso in it up you yep. know like still working on those hondas i know <laughs> he's really like he's either like being actively ignorant or he's just really not not paying attention yes bless him I still love you, Jim Uso, but Absolutely. you're Our making some weird favorite. choices. Well, after this, we get to see one of our great heroes of wrestling, Los Angeles Knight, wearing a new shirt, I think. You know, I didn't notice. Um, I think it's a new shirt. It was, um, I've got to pull it up here. It was a black and like blue shirt. Hmm. Oh no, maybe it was just black, but it's him. Yeah, it is new because it's like right on the front page of the WWE ah. sh shop, holding his microphone. It says, "Let me talk to you." That's delightful. It really is. I, I hope one day to get that shirt. I hope one day he and Cody feud, so he can say, "Let me talk to you," and Cody can say, "What do you want to <laughs> talk about?" And he just says, "Let me talk to you," and they just go back and forth and back and forth, shouting at each other's faces, like a much dumber who's on first. Yes. That'd be wonderful. It's my dream. So he's cutting a promo on The Miz mm -hmm. or attempting to cut a promo on The Miz. Uh, Grayson Waller interrupts. And I, to Grayson Waller's credit, <laughs> he calls him La Knight. <laughs> I mean, it's hard not to like Grayson when he does the Cody Rhodes woe arms, when he calls LA Knight La Knight. I mean, Grayson has his moments. <laughs> La Knight. Oh, I don't know how someone hadn't come up with that sooner. Maybe Bray would have. Mm -hmm. I'm going to I'm going to attribute that to like Grayson wanting to be Bray Wyatt in that moment. <laughs> R.I.P. Bray. Uh, so Grayson goes ahead and ruins this lovely moment by bringing out Austin Theory, because if you want to ruin a moment, Austin Theory is the way to do it. I do think, though, that they may be on to something here, like dad is attached to austin theory for whatever reason right we're not getting rid of him but maybe grayson can be the one who talks like the majority <sighs> of the time oh maybe that's what they're trying to do right right i didn't think about it that way at all see you always see the bigger picture this is why i thinking we're gonna be a success because of you that's why we're gonna get the yacht baby um la called them incels and crotch goblins <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> He's so weird. Well, he also earlier was like, I'm going to talk about that word play in the Mrs. Song. And then like, if I was an idiot, I'd say something about that adjective, but I'm not. So I'll say something about that verb. But it's like, that is fascinating. 
Los Angeles. I completely missed that, but what? Incredible. <laughs> I mean, he is right. Play is a verb, not an adjective. Oh my God. It's a wild time. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Um, this follows up with a match of LA Knight versus Austin Theory. Yes. Uh, wherein Grayson tries to pull some shenanigans and he help does. out his buddy Austin Theory, but it doesn't work out so well for him. Uh, cheaters never win and winners never cheat, Grayson. So keep that in mind. Yeah. Los Angeles won the match. So take that. It's for the best. Take your turnbuckle exposures mm-hmm. and get the fuck out of here. Did you uh, notice that Corey Graves coined probably the best ever name for Austin Theory and Grayson Waller? Oh my God. Maybe, maybe. A Town Down Under. <laughs> that was pretty good. I mean, that's great. I got to give credit where credit's due. Yeah, that's a really Genius. good one. That's much better than Shartsy. <laughs> no, it really isn't, but it is better than Suit Profits. <laughs> that one's not so, going to stay. No. <laughs> Suit Profits. But Shartsy and A Town Down Under are winners. It is. A Town Down Under is really good. It'd be like a town down under. under. Amazing. Anything else you want to say about this match? Uh, no, no. Well, let's skippity do da ahead. Talk about the Judgment Day. Judgment Day. Who are making some bold proclamations? Yeah. I yes. mean, they're just laying it out. They're better than the Bloodline. What do you think about that? I mean, I think they're getting a little cocky. I think they've got all this gold and they're out here looking like it's take your son to work day and they're really <laughs> feeling themselves, but like, uh, I don't know. They're really campaigning for Jay to join them. They are obsessed with Jay Uso, which I totally get. I mean, <laughs> I totally get it too. I think it's really funny that they're like that jt mcdonough's like guys can i join guys guys and they're like pushing him away by his face and like meanwhile like kissing jay's ass as hard as possible it's so funny but i mean that's how you feel about those two individuals as well this is like a metaphor (laughs) i mean i'm fine with it i'll just say it i do find it funny that they're like we're so wonderful everybody loves us jay please Please, Jay, be our friend. We love you. Thank you for your time. I also love this continued theme where they're like, we beat Dom into submission and look how good that turned out. And Dom's like, you really did. And it really has. I mean, I his life has improved tenfold. since. Oh, he my gosh. He's got a hot he's girlfriend. Champion. He's got buddies. He's doing you great. Know, he's got more tattoos. He's really he's not living well. at his parents' house anymore, I'm assuming. I'm assuming, but I don't know. That'd be amazing if, like, you know, in storyline, he's living in their basement, but he's in this heated feud <laughs> with Ray and his mother. That would explain the quick access he has to go ruin their holidays. Yes. And he's like, we can't throw him out. He's our boy. It's like, well, he's ruining every holiday. Did you see the adorable clip they played uh, or they put on Instagram of Ray talking to Dominic backstage? Dom's probably yes! four or five. He's so little. Yeah. He was so little and Ray just kept calling him baby. I was like, this is so cute. This is very sweet. Back in the day. I know. That kid was made to be on the show. 
So during all of this, the brawl and brutes interrupt as they are wont to do. They don't care for this. Damien dramatically throws his microphone again because I think he wants it to be a thing that he does. I think he does. He's very uh, dramatic and expressive, and I love that for him. Like, he got a rise out of it the first time he did it. Now he's like, Mm -hmm. people love this. I'm going to keep doing it. This is my thing. People love my eye makeup. I'm going to keep doing it. Mm -hmm. Um, There was a really uncomfortable moment for me when Ridge was talking, and I wondered if you noticed it. Oh, I think I did. Do you want to expand on that? (laughs) Where he's talking about how many guys he's broken. I know. I was like, like, I don't know, man. Maybe we don't talk about this because... Like, if, I don't think that's something to be proud of, my dude. If I had seriously injured two of my coworkers, I would not go into work tomorrow and be like, I could wreck all y'all and I'll wreck some more all y'all and I won't feel bad. <laughs> like That'd be much wor- weirder given that I work in an office, but it's still not appropriate <laughs> here. It's so, I'm just like, uh, and like, I have gotten to a point. <sighs> so like, this turns into a match, right, between um brutes and damien and finn yeah and i have gotten to a point where every time ridge does something that involves a wrestler leaving the ground and he's yes. in control of them like i get horrifically nervous i don't think that's unfair i think here's my thing with ridge holland it's like you're a big powerful dude you've got this rugby background like do a lot of basic brutal stuff like shoulder yes. tackles yeah knock people over very simple body slams like it's gonna look impressive because you're so big and it doesn't require the finesse that you so clearly have not developed during your time with us you don't have to do anything fancy Mm -mm. you've got a sidekick buddy tag partner that's like breaking fingers and elbows like you're fine it's okay it's your bit like here's the thing butch is really talented so you can just let him do it yeah He's like a little tornado, so like you mm-hmm. can just be smashy, smashy, and it's fine. Perfect synergy. It's fascinating too because so many times guys like Ridge, like they're put into that smashy, smashy spot, and like it's a good thing. Like people like yes. that. It's like just be the smashy, smashy guy. It's okay. Right? People are. Cl- I mean, I don't really get it, but people do clamor for that, so let them have it. Yeah, it's never been my thing, but mm-hmm. during this match, we see backstage pretty deadly. I haven't seen them in a really long time. You know, I felt a real pang when we saw them. Was because go ahead. Well, don't you think Wade Barrett is probably pretty sad that he's never going to see them again? Because he's on the different show now. On a different show now. You never know, though. People leave crossover all the time. I think he'd leave Raw to be with Pretty Deadly for sure. I think he would too. Was was one of them actually for real injured? Because they yeah, been gone one of them ever. Uh, the blonde one. Is that he was injured. He had a shoulder okay. injury, I think. Yeah. Okay. So he was in a wheelchair, of course. Right. It makes perfect sense. <laughs> so dramatic. Um, Judgment Day win this match. They do. As they're celebrating, though, we get Bobby Lashley. Mm-hmm. And the Suit Profits. And the Suit Profits. And they looked really cool. I loved all their suits this week. They all had, like, kind of, like a color palette that was like mm-hmm. complementary to each other and i really liked um oh my gosh i'm not gonna remember his name now isn't that terrible bianca's husband montez montez, <laughs> montez Ford. thank you his like um 
little vest that he had on her. Yes. I thought that was really cool. He's so dapper. And they are positioning themselves Mm -hmm. as the next bloodline, as the next big group taking over wrestling. I still keep thinking like we're supposed to understand them as heels, but they're coming out here and shutting down the judgment day and the war with the bloodline. And I'm like, um, dad, can you point to me on the chart? What heelish thing they did? Yeah. What, how, cause this isn't working. People love them. I, I, I love them. I am. I feel like, yeah, I feel like growing up, there were very like black and white roles like it was very clear who was the heel it was very clear who was the baby face and i feel like now there's a bit more gray area which i think is fine but i guess i just need more indicators <laughs> just help I, me out a little bit i so here's the thing i think that you know creative should be doing what they can to give you those cues but ultimately the fans will decide right yeah i mean that happened with the new day a hundred million years ago they were supposed to be like irritating bad guys but they were so great that everyone loved it and they became the new day as we know them. Mm, I didn't know they were supposed to be irritating bad guys. Like they had this whole like power of positivity thing and they would like have a choir singing. It was nuts. Yeah. I remember what? the choir. That was weird. Here they are. I love them. I know. So do you think the suit profits are going to take over? I mean, you know what? The bloodline is falling apart. And let's face it, no one in the Judgment Day other than Rhea is very intelligent. So I think there's a chance. Yeah, the Judgment Day seems to get a little dumber the more successful they get. I think they get cocky real easy. Like, they're a bunch of high school jocks who are like, yeah, we totally stormed regionals, man. Kick their asses. It's like, okay, but you still have like 40 games to go this season. I don't know. We stole their mascot. It was amazing. (laughs) We killed one of their cheerleaders. Wait, no, <laughs> no. It just gets deadlier and deadlier. And prettier and prettier. See, that was a wrestling joke. Because pretty deadly is a tag team. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Sorry. That we just talked about. I know. Right, anyway, move on Karen, to the next subject and I'm like gone. You're very quick and I love that about you. Carry on. I'm ready. So after this, we see Paul backstage encountering Alan Jackson Styles. And AJ's kind of been around because he's been frustrated with some bloodline happenings and the OC's not backing him up. And AJ kind of gets in in Paul's face and Jimmy comes out of nowhere and just like levels AJ Styles. Mm -hmm. And later on, AJ basically says he's going to murder Jimmy. So we have this feud of rumbling. Rumbling hard. And we a little bit later on, we see the OC OC backstage and Meechin. So we see the good brothers and Meechin. And AJ comes up and he's super pissed off because they didn't help. And they were like, we told you not to go over there and do that. Which is the dumbest excuse not to help. I friend. know. Like, we told you not to do that. Like, 
Like, if you're walking down the street and someone jumps, you, your friend's like, I'm going to jump over this puddle. And you're like, you probably shouldn't do that. You might hurt yourself. And they jump mm -hmm. over the puddle and hurt themselves. You're not going to be like, you're so stupid. I told you not to do that. You're going to help them up and get I guess for their skinny. The that's true. You should be kind in that situation. But I think the other side of this for me is like, he comes storming up and they're just like <laughs> looking at, they're like, they're watching some kind of cat video on Carl's phone and he gets <laughs> super bitchy and is like, how dare you not be there in my moment of need? And it's like, dude, you, you went off a little half cocked, you know, like, <laughs> like the started, idea that they had no idea it happened. <laughs> it's like you <laughs> like, started shit and you got hit, buddy. I don't know what to say that's true he did get in paul's face for like no apparent reason that was weird i don't really understand why the oc is all about like not starting fights now that feels very very weird to me i think we talked about that a little bit last week but it is really weird it's like i thought you guys were supposed to be tough badasses why are right? you worrying about like the bloodline that's falling apart i have a feeling that uh we may be seeing some future endeavors <laughs> for oh, some no. of well i'm just saying like we're kind of not doing anything with them I and mean, it seems like we're yeah. making a pretty clear effort to cut aj away from them yeah and they certainly didn't do anything with them the whole time aj was out yeah they didn't so i feel like that often happens with those two if you look if you're cleaning out your toy chest and you have a bunch of barbies you never play with you're not going to keep those Barbies. Probably not. I just, I, I'm not saying I know it's going to happen. I'm just saying I'm getting a little suspicious. Yeah. I think that's a, I think that's a fair suspicion to have. I guess it's also possible that like he was so extra mad because he saw that they were making fun of flat earth TikToks, mm. and that just pushed him over the edge. Literally. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> He's just in space now mm -hmm. forever. He's discovered the answer. <laughs> um, yeah, with this was, I was like, when AJ was like yelling at them, I was like, oh, they're breaking up. OC is breaking up alert. Mm -hmm. So I think we had a lot of the same suspicions. Yours just went to like an actual Dark. conclusion. <laughs> the darkest <laughs> timeline. Like, Who knows? Yeah. Um, this leads into uh i guess the main event of the night the james uso versus uh alan jackson match <laughs> i really am enjoying the evolution at this point in the night to james uso because when we were talking through this earlier that was the first time i heard james uso come up oh. but then you reverted back for the beginning of the show and i was like something happened here where like he became james uso he matured i really i don't know what it is but i I'm that annoying asshole that like has to give everybody nicknames. No, I love it. Unless they absolutely hate the nickname, but we have Jasef. And I thought Jimmy was being kind of left out. I mean, he had Jim Uso Honda, but I like James. I like James is a serious name for a serious man. <laughs> He's in his business era. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So, I mean, this match is basically a pummeling of Jimmy. <laughs> time it's pretty rough uh aj is very angry and he is very excited to take it out on jimmy yeah real hard and then like solo and paul come out and just kind of stand there and watch which makes me feel gross yes like obviously it's like you got to pay your dues if you want the mahi mahi 
it's really sad. Like you have to let this redneck beat you to death and then we can talk about the yacht. <laughs> Only then. Um, there's an interesting thing that happens though, after the, like AJ wins this match and there's an interesting thing that happens. A judgment day. Yeah. Comes out and attacks AJ and then and then presents him to solo i'm so i was so confused by this it's weird right because they've been talking all the smack and then they're like yeah here's aj for you to bat around because we just had fun beating him up i'm very confused about their strategy here (laughs) and i guess it's interesting because you remember in the past they had that really short-lived really unsuccessful allegiance with the bloodline yes we're like yeah. we'll take care of your problem and then you take care of ours except the bloodline did take care of their problem and they didn't do shit for the bloodline yeah i like they're trying to recruit jay are they just trying to do they just want to poach the bloodline? Or are they just hoping that like Solo will wander over into Judgment Day as well? It's very interesting. I mean, he would have to change shows for that to happen, so it doesn't seem likely. Maybe I I cannot fathom what they think they are doing. I was also like, okay, <laughs> Carl and Luke and Meechin are gonna get it together and they're all gonna come out and yes. help AJ. And they were like, no, dude, fuck you. We were enjoying that cat video, and Carl's phone is ruined now. I expected that too. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of interfaction drama. I guess, you know, I, I'm trying to think, I mean, there's always been factions. Have there always been like, I feel like there's a lot of factions. I feel like there's a lot of well-defined factions after we went through a period of not really having that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. I really love it. I really enjoy fa- Same. factions. Same. I feel like I will get overwhelmed though if any faction goes over... I'll say five members. <laughs> so like five is the max. Like if you hit six, I'm going to start forgetting people. <laughs> like I'm going to need note cards. I don't know. We'll just give them their own little names. Like that is Chanel number two. <laughs> it won't be a big deal. So I'm really curious what uh, Judgment Day's game plan is. Again, JD really wants to join them, but they're busy courting other people. So... It's so It's sad. like such a mean like, girl. I love it. His, his people pleasing is in high gear and it is just <laughs> God, no one cares. And I'm like, well, you are really a relatable character, aren't you, JD? Damn it. <laughs> it's, it's tough like, out there. Know, it's like in high school. There was always somebody that like wanted to be your friend, but you wanted to be somebody else's friend. It's just that like unending circle of life he's like the gretchen wieners of the judgment day (laughs) he really 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 is father invented toaster strudel (laughs) oh my god um anything else about smackdown this week no i think we've smacked it down sufficiently all right well let's get raw oh my gosh i've been waiting yes let's do it so Raw this week was a gift. It opens with our boy, Jason. It's mm-hmm. just him, Oose. 
everybody is so into it. I love that Wade Barrett is like, I think he is the most beloved heel except for Cody Rhodes. And then grudgingly, he's like, and maybe Sami Zayn. <laughs> and it's true that I said heels, I meant faces, but like, they are like the most beloved baby faces. Mm-hmm. They are cherished and it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. As it's just Jeus, he KO wanders out. It's not just Jay, it's also KO now. I love that he's like he's coming out looking like looking sad that he's gonna have to deal with Sammy and Jay again. Like Yes! Deal with this bullshit of these two again. Like he's just like, God damn it. Like, I, mean, I think he because, was just getting his groove back. <laughs> because Jay is going to disappoint Sammy. Yes. And that is going to hurt KO because he never wants to see Sammy sad. But Jay is in KO's mind a failure and a fuck up when it comes to being a good dude. And to be very, very fair, <laughs> Jay was a little naughty in the past. K- it takes uh, takes one to know one there, KO, right? When he admits that, he's like, yeah. Jay, buddy. There's also a great part where like he's talking about how much everyone hates Jade. He's like, people I never talked to are coming up for me. And all I get is like, I hate it, Jay. It's unpleasant. Do you think I want to talk to more people at work? I don't. I know. It's like, and why are they coming to me, Jay? They're coming to me because they're afraid to tell Sammy. They don't want to break Sammy's heart. You're breaking Sammy's heart again, Jay. Oh my gosh. Um, I love that again, Judgment Day interrupts. And I love the way they, I mean, Finn is basically like, you don't, you don't need to earn our respect. You don't need to earn our trust. We're good to go. It's yeah. fine. It's okay. We'll take you as you are, buddy. Yes. And I mean, that's one of the appeals of the heel faction, right? They don't, you don't have to be like the virtuous goody two shoes. They'll just take you at, take you at your, take you at your worst i guess that's kind of the great thing about the storyline right is it like on the face of it jay uso and the judgment day that doesn't make any sense right right but the judgment day will give him a welcoming family unit that will love him at his worst and the worse he gets the more they will love him mm-hmm. right back in the cult yep it's uh i'm sure it's pretty seductive Mm-hmm. it's also a huge lie like the judgment day doesn't respect anyone so i mean no. like... they all respect ria that's true i don't that's think ria respects any of them <laughs> but like outside the judgment day there, there is no one that they're like yeah he's a good dude that's true um so ko is fed up with all this bullshit and wants to fight everybody in the judgment day again the everybody day. in the judgment day dad get it together dad and i just love that Joseph's like me too so i want to play it's like we can be ooses it's cool it's so cute i know i also feel really bad for jay like i get it but i'm very much one of those people that in the moment i'm like but he's sorry he said he's sorry he never did anything bad to us it's fine sorry like look at him he's sad let him play with the other kids i know so we have a match with KO and Jay versus Finn and Damien. Very exciting stuff. 
Very exciting stuff. It was very good to watch. K.O. continues his rampage of wanting to destroy himself. It's true. He is working towards annihilation. I don't, I'm not sure what he's doing. Like, for a while, I feel like, not that he was, like, taking it easy, but he wasn't this extreme for a while. Now he's, like, ratcheted back up. I think he's feeling good. He must be. He wants to you know, feel bad again. As good as he ever feels. <laughs> um, But there's a problem. There's a problem. Jay's super kick gets him in trouble again. Yeah, and it wasn't his fault. It was a very no. clear accident. But unfortunately, uh, this does not go over that well with KO. Understandably, KO nobody... is super pissed. You would be super pissed if you got super kicked. Yeah, I wouldn't like it. Mm -hmm. um, this looks like a long road for Jaseph. What do you think? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it makes sense. I think if we're going to do the story justice, it has to be a long road for Jacef. He's got to redeem yeah. himself. You don't redeem yourself in a single night. It's going to be like the end of the Incredible Hulk TV show when it's Bruce Banner just walking down a lonely road with the sad music playing. Yes. That's exactly what it's like. <laughs> um, question. At the end of this, I was like, hey, didn't last week they say that somebody was gonna have to go to smackdown mm -hmm. from raw they still haven't decided that correct have i missed no that? nope we haven't had the big reveal they're hanging it over our heads i mean they didn't even mention it i wonder what they're what the plan is dad something nefarious probably Oof. okay all right are you ready to, to move forward yes yes i am after this, we see a very brief uh, glimpse of Imperium arriving in preparation of Gunther's big celebration for being the longest uh, title holder for the Intercontinental Heavyweight Championship. The title does say heavyweight on it, so I was bitching for no reason every time. But that's not that's not what it's called. I don't care if it says it on it. No one calls it I that. Know. No one calls it that. He's very literal. He's a pedant. Um, I thought it was hilarious that, of course, Gio was driving the car. <laughs> I love that, like, Ludwig and Gunther are, like, dishing it up, and Gio's <laughs> driving, and then he comes around to get the car, the door for Gunther, and Gunther's like, nah, I got it. And he, like, kind of acknowledges him, but then immediately goes back to chatting it up with Ludwig. Yeah. There's some real favoritism there. I know. It's really unfair. I thought Gunther was looking a little bit like Mr. Pink. Yeah, I mean, I thought they all looked really nice. Did a good they job did. with the suits. They did look really nice. But I can see that. Um, So there's this part of the Imperium celebration, and then we see the next part later. But in between this, there was something I wanted to talk about briefly, which was um, Raquel backstage with Byron talking about her upcoming match with Rhea. Mm -hmm. And she's kind of doing her promo. They both refer to Rhea as the Nightmare. I have you heard her called that before? I think she used to use that in NXT before okay. she was the eradicator. Because I was like, what's going on? Because we have Cody Rhodes. <laughs> She's the Australian nightmare. He's the American nightmare. Those are completely gotcha. different things. Gotcha. I just thought I, that was really interesting. I, I could be wrong about this, but I'm guessing that's like a, a reminder that they have a deep history going back to their NXT days. Okay. 
when, as Michael Cole reminded us, Raquel drove Rhea out of NXT. Ooh. So. Yeah, I know nothing of that story. Oh, gosh, me either. What a bad wrestling fan I am. Okay. The worst. All right, well, let's jump back to the Imperium celebration. Yes. Did you notice that Gunter was not wearing socks? And were you uh, concerned that he was going to get blisters and was walking kind of funny in those shoes? I literally wrote down, I hate that Gunther is not wearing socks. I feel like he was walking a little differently in those shoes. I think they are hurting his feet. Mm-hmm. I raised my complaint and my husband looked me straight in the face and said, he's European. <laughs> and um, I don't need to be spoken to that way. And that's not an excuse. It's not an excuse. Ugh. That's our excuse for everything on this show now. European. <laughs> He's European. Oh my god, I love your husband. I do most of the time. <sighs> In true heel fashion, Gunther trashed every holder of the title before him. <laughs> such a dick i mean he really is like on his bullshit in this moment it was really good oh, it was so funny not very nice gunther uh chad acknowledges that gunther is european and interrupts yes. Yes. and is like listen calls him euro trash loved it wants to know why he's not wearing socks you know all of the questions you ask someone from europe who when they're not wearing socks um hard hitting questions He's pissed that his family was sad. Yeah. Um, Gunter counters and calls Chad a terrible father. So we're bringing up bad dads again. Somewhere backstage, Dominic Mysterio is like, yes, yes. <laughs> He's feeling some justification, even uh -huh. though it's not his dad. He feels so seen. Um, and of course, they all start beating up on, on Chad. Yes. Um. Otis runs out to help, bless his heart. He does his best. And then Champa comes out, which I was surprised. You shouldn't have been too surprised because you can't have a six-man tag match with five people. <laughs> I was like, I really, so you know how I feel about six-man tags. And I like, do. I was really like, they're really leaning on those six-man tags again every week. Like, for a while, it was few and far between and they were with like i mean these are all great wrestlers in this match but it was just yeah. kind of like are we we're gonna do this every week now again we're we're back there it's an easy formula does it does it matter that later we learn that this is a six-man carnage tag team match <sighs> does it change anything for you the carnage no, because I feel like we, they've been dangling carnage in front of us for so long and not giving it to us. I'm just like, whatever, it's another no DQ match or whatever. You know, it's funny because like there was absolutely nothing special. I mean, the special thing about that match was the wrestling. It was not to get ahead of ourselves. It was great. Yeah. But I feel like KO was doing a lot more in terms of carnage on yes. the regular than anybody else is. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, totally. It's so strange. But um, I love that Champa came out with the steel chair and everybody freaked out. So yes, he means business. Well, his music says it all. No one will survive. So yeah, I, so I've never really listened to his music. I mean, you're kind of, I think when you don't know a wrestler's theme music, all you hear is like that first part before they come out. Yes. And it's the sound of like the flatlining. Mm-hmm. 
and I'm just like, that seems like kind of a thing you wouldn't want at the start. Like, oh boy, it's about to get real dead in here because here comes Champa. Like, <laughs> but like you're gonna make it bored. People are about to die. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't realize like that's what it was, but that makes much more sense. Get ready to get bored. That would be a strange choice. A very strange choice. Well, I want to talk about my fellow countryman Drew McIntyre for a moment. Yeah, um, the people of Scotland have a few things to answer for with their champion, Drew McIntyre, lately. Yeah, he's been real bitchy. Mm-hmm. He's really on one. He's acting like a little dick. Yeah. I mean, I love that... So, he encounters Xavier Woods, and I love that, like... I love that, like, no, it's cool. We're okay about the, you know, the chair you whipped at my face. It's fine. Sure. But then Drew is like, fuck Kofi. It's like, you didn't have to go there. Forgiveness. Like we were, we were in a decent place. Yeah. And, uh, Xavier thinks that Drew is jealous of Kofi's success. I mean, maybe he is. Maybe that empty performance center really got to him during the pandemic. That was an excellent low blow. Very, very deep and sick burn. I did say, ooh, after he said it. It was a good one. I mean, Xavier's like that. Yeah, he's good at that. I had forgotten about that. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's so weird. There's so much about the era of like the height of the pandemic where I just do not remember things. I think that's fair. I mean, everybody's brain experienced a lot of difficulty during that period. (laughs) Um, I remember how weird it was to watch wrestling with no audience. It was so strange. Mm Mm-hmm. So yeah, winning in front of no one would be less exciting, I'm sure. Right. That, I mean, that was a low blow, but maybe a well-deserved one. Yeah. So this, of course, turns into a match of Xavier versus Drew. Mm-hmm. And Drew wins, ultimately. He does. Um, he really has a definitive win there, I think. Yeah. I mean, I love that that Xavier was like, I'm going to defend my friend, but um, I kind of wonder what they're, I mean, I, I don't know if they're just, I don't know if they're just trying to like buy some time for Xavier for when like Kofi is back mm. or they don't know what to do with him or sometimes I feel like they don't quite know what to do with Drew I often feel like that, that Drew is sort of a confusing entity to them. Like they like him a lot. They know the fans like him, but they don't really know how to leverage it. Yeah. And I mean, I I hate to say it, but the way to leverage it was to let him win the title back in Cardiff. And there's a host of reasons why that didn't happen. And I support all the things that happened after it because some really great television happened after it. But like that was that was the way. I agree. Well, after that little bit, there's an interlude in between, but we see Cody. We sure do. And Cody is on his, like, certain number of appearances. He must be on every show, (laughs) whether he's wrestling or not. He is on his raw speaking tour. Thank you for coming to his TED Talk. He really appreciates it. But he didn't get to give his TED Talk. He didn't. Do you see, this just occurred to me, do you see Cody becoming like a John Cena eventually? Maybe. Do you mean like the trajectory of going into acting and stuff like that? Maybe not even just that, but being like 
the retirement dude who everybody loves all the time and they're always excited to see him when he comes back and he's always yeah. the good guy and like yes yeah um you know i think like john cena he will have his heel run at some point probably you know i mean because john cena had some real heelish days in his past i never saw those was it amazing it i mean it was he was a white rapper so <laughs> okay it was not what i would describe i mean he's always been real good with an insult right yeah i don't i don't think the ways in which i didn't find it amazing were not really down to john cena you know okay i think he did the best he it didn't i didn't love it i like okay. this john cena a lot more that we've yeah. had in recent years yeah i agree but i don't know like yeah i i do think that cody is gonna end up being one of those guys that like you bring him out 15 20 years from now and everyone's like yeah it's cody and loses their <laughs> minds you know? um well cody's here to talk about jay uso he is which i love say more our darling jacef but goddamn dominic interrupts with goddamn jd mcdonough it's the rudest way possible again when are they going to answer if he gets to be in the judgment day or not um i think they're just gonna string him along right like they don't have to grant him full admission he'll still yeah. carry their water so that's true that's a good point i don't think he's um, a priority for anyone but finn yeah and i f i have to wonder how like high of a priority that will be dip like depending on circumstances exactly like if finn has things moving up for him now is he really gonna care about his good buddy jd mm-hmm I don't know if you heard, but I'm pretty sure Cole said judgment gay as a, as a potential Freudian slip. I did but not I notice know. that. I didn't. <laughs> he was talking really quickly and he said it, and I think he corrected himself, but I was like, did Cole just say judgment gay? I um, personally am advocating now for the launch <laughs> of a character known as the judgment gay. And the judgment gay just judges. Just judges constantly you know it'd just be a terrible caricature though right no i will write the judgment gay i will oh, okay. make sure that's it's done good. correctly okay. don't worry okay good <laughs> <laughs> um so that was kind of the end of that i mean it wasn't like it was just like them poo-pooing and interrupting and then getting pretty easily I mean, there is that weird moment where Dominic is doing something with Cody's tie and then attacks him. I'm like, what are you doing? He's flipping his tie around like, ooh, Why are watch you out, like Dominic. This? <laughs> you are a 25, probably 26 year old man at this point, sir. It's like, you are not 12. And I think it is time that despite looking like you are 12, that you move past that. You acted more maturely when you were five, when you were five sitting on that chair playing your video game backstage. Yeah, I mean, he really did deserve to get yeeted for this. <laughs> he did. I was not sorry to see it happen to both of them. Cody took care of business. He did. He always does. He does. Um, well, after this, we see Jay backstage. I know. Again. Lots so of Jay. Scary. Lots of Jay all throughout Raw. I was not mad about it. Poor Jay no. and his, his sad wandering Hulk tour. Um, this time... We see Drew again, and Drew's like, fucker, I, don't, <laughs> I just wanted to come back and tell you that I don't trust you. And Jay is basically like, yeet. And he's like, yeet. everybody knows 
that you have to have a group. You can't be alone. So might as well go join the judgment day now, bitch. People are being really rude about this. Really, really rude. Like Jay has not shown any interest in joining the judgment day. And they're like, Ooh, judgment Jay. There he goes. Oh, did you just make that up? I did. That was really good. Judgment day. <laughs> if he joins the judgment day, we have to call him judgment Jay. We absolutely will. <sighs> um, so now they're going to have a match next week. Yes. And I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I think it'll be great. I think the fun thing about Jay and Jimmy being like on their own, we're going to see them in matches that w- would like never have happened before. It's a whole new world of possibility. And I really, it really appreciate is. that. I yeah. think that's a lot of fun. Like I'm waiting for them to have to fight each other. Mm-hmm. I remember mentioning that at some point, how cool that would be. So I'm ready for yeah. that dad. And I've seen an interview where they talk about like how that's something they really want to do. Like they have this yeah. vision where like their dad is the referee and they have this epic fight. And oh, like, you know, I so think it would be cute. super fun. Oh, dad. That'd be really sweet. Um, so after this, we finally see some women in wrestling. Um, they do exist. <laughs> Uh, Chelsea is going to fight Shayna. Yes. Um, and Piper is just kind of there on the periphery as Chelsea's tag team partner. Um, the, the match itself was not remarkable. It was very yeah, squishy, squashy. Shayna wins. Um, but Piper starts to beat up Shayna and Zoe comes in and rescues Shayna. I know. I myself am into this alliance. How do you feel about it? I th- I think we've been begging for more sapphic vibes and now here they are. Love is in the air. <laughs> really I I love that they are both like kind of rude jocks who yeah. aren't good with people who have like <laughs> found this alliance. Good for them. I, I know. They're it. like sitting at the end of the lunch table together away mm-hmm. from everybody else. Making having a great time. Yeah. Passerby. Yes. <sighs> so I think that's gonna be fun. Um I think after this, it prompted me to write another question. And after this, I think there was probably an ad about Becky facing Tiffany in the yes. for the NXT women's title. And I just wrote down, why is everybody going to NXT and taking titles? Yeah, I think it's fine to have them go to NXT. I do not approve of main roster wrestlers unless, okay, like if Baron Corbin wins an nxt title while he is primarily assigned to nxt during this period i have no problem with that Mm -hmm. but i do not think that full-time main roster wrestlers should be winning nxt titles it's just really weird right i feel like they're just kind of poaching everything (laughs) i is nx i just i mean i don't look at ratings but it just feels like nxt's ratings are really suffering or something and so they're just sending down main roster people to be like hey it's awesome down here i don't know i also do not i mean i assume anytime you have crossover it's to drive viewership now whether that's because there's a ratings issue or not i have no idea yeah but it feels from a storyline perspective like sending like a d1 college baseball team to face a middle grades little league team and then taking their league championship yeah exactly and then being like come and get it (laughs) right like it's a it kind of makes becky seem like a dick (laughs) 
I mean, not that spo- Tiffany isn't a dick. <laughs> spoilers: Becky wins. Um, and it does make her a Grand Slam champion, which is cool for her. Right. Good for her. That's very nice. But it is weird, right? Because it didn't yeah. seem like there was a like they kind of tried to explain. I know I'm jumping ahead with this, but they kind of tried to explain her motivation for like why she was even doing this. And it was mostly because like, well, you started it, Tiffany. So it's just like, I don't, okay. (laughs) It's just not that interesting to me because Becky has not really been part of that story. There's so many worthy competitors in NXT that. Yep. It just, I don't love it. Yeah. Um, since we're talking about Becky, I just, I'll mention the other thing about Becky and Tiffany. We're a little bit out of order, but I'll go back. It's all right. So like Adam and Tiffany are backstage talking and then, you know, Becky shows up. Yes. Um, I haven't seen a lot of Tiffany. I haven't seen her wrestle, but like the way she was just like holding herself and moving, it looked like she had to pee so bad. (laughs) (laughs) I, you know, I didn't notice, but I also haven't noticed her doing it before. So I'm going to assume she really did just have to pee really bad. Like, I bet a lot of Raw is like, your segment's going to be in a minute. Oh, we had to push you back 10 minutes, but don't go anywhere. And she's like, yeah, guys, I have to pee so bad. And they're like, no, you can't go anywhere. As someone who frequently has to pee so bad, I feel like. A lot of sympathy. I feel like I can recognize that in her. I just thought that was funny. For sure. Okay. Let me back up again to Shinsuke Nakamura and another wonderful promo spectacular he's just killing it i love this so much now he's doing a bit of character assassination or attempting Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. and you know he's dredging up all of the times that seth was a total piece of garbage and you know saying like where your fans gonna be now dude when they know you're such a piece of shit feels like a real theme like all of these wrestlers have passed to answer for i know mm-hmm. my favorite part of this whole thing though when he was like i'll challenge you when i feel like it <laughs> that was amazing <laughs> like yeah, i'm gonna do it but dude my schedule is tight not today maybe after the holidays buddy right? like i gotta get through thanksgiving <sighs> at the very least it was great i just really enjoyed that it was wonderful it was amazing this rolls into Seth coming out live. Um, I have to say, and actually your uh, future husband, Wade Barrett mentioned this as well. The strobe lights were killing me. It's really intense. Yeah. It was so bad. And I'm just like, like, I don't even have any kind of condition that's like triggered by strobing. Right. But like, I really felt like my brain was starting to hurt with strobe. I do not know how, if you were a person who was sensitive to flashing lights, that you could attend one of those shows live. I don't either. Or watch one on TV in many circumstances. I guess you just have to like close your eyes during every entrance. Yeah. If that even works. I have no idea. Like, or wear really dark glasses and close your eyes. Like, it's not like you close your eyes and the strobing goes away. It seems like it wouldn't be worth it, right? Because it's unpredictable sometimes. It was bad. Anyway. So Seth's talking and like, I mean, his wonderful, you know, he's, he's so good on the microphone. And at first he's like talking about why he did what he did. 
-hmm. And I was like, this is a terrible explanation. So like, yeah, his excuse was a little flimsy. He was a young ingenue. Okay. He didn't understand. Yeah. And then he like turned it around and he was like, you know what? It doesn't matter what I do. Everybody's going to love me because the magic has been within me all along. Mm -hmm. I'm a treasure. And he really finds his own worth. He's right about that. I think it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, what I hope from this is like, just <laughs> so he, he calls out Shinsuke again. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, I before we see Shinsuke on the on the monitor, I, I just like I wrote down like I just want this to be an endless string of Shinsuke saying no to Seth. Like every yes. time just being like Turn him no, down. Fuck you. And we see him beating up on poor Ricochet, who's wearing khakis without a shirt. I'm not maybe they weren't khakis. Maybe they were I, pant khakis. <laughs> I one hundred percent thought Ricochet was nude when this began. And I was like, What the frick? Like Shinsuke, it's enough to beat your opponent. You don't have to strip him and take his dignity. That is not what was happening. He was shirtless and wearing khakis. <laughs> Which I don't know what that does for your dignity, but not much. Um, so poor Ricochet is just being beaten up for no reason. <laughs> like, and Shinsuke says no. So I did get what I wanted, but I didn't want Ricochet to have to suffer for it. Well, Ricochet inserted himself in this drama, so. Yeah. Ricochet doesn't feel quite like busybody yet. No, Ricochet is more like uh, he's pulling, he's tugging on your sleeve. Yeah, there's a difference. <laughs> he's gonna if he's not careful though, he's gonna hit busybody status. Mm -hmm. He's gonna he's be gonna in gonna that be Sammy, Sammy Cody Zane. club. Yep, <laughs> they're gonna bring him to their meetings and gossip oh, about everything. How cute though! All Sounds super great. nice guys. Okay, I would love to go hang out with super nice wrestlers who just dish about everybody over coffee for an hour every Thursday night. That sounds amazing. Doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Oh my god, I wish we could get our podcast to be that. I know. <sighs> okay. Well, after this, we see Jay again. Shock, shock, shock. And he he's with Finn. And I'm pretty sure Finn was kind of hitting on him a little bit. I think he was. He like, was. Um saying what a big fan he was and saying that Rhea is a big fan and like Jay's reaction to hearing that Rhea was a big fan is probably one of the best things I've ever seen. It was amazing. He's like, I'm a big fan. Damien's a big fan. Dom's a big fan. Jay's like, whatever. Rhea's a big fan. Really? <laughs> and I get it. Cause like, that would be my reaction too. Totally justified. I can't hold him to any higher standard than I would myself. I love that he kind of just shake himself out of it. Yes. <laughs> like, he was lost in a dream world for a moment. It was so He cute. was ready to make a lot of mistakes for love, and I don't blame him. I mean, what if Rhea is the key that gets him into the Judgment Day and makes him Judgment Jay? I mean, she is quite the seductress, so I guess it remains to be seen, but... Let's have her break Dom's heart Ugh, to I don't fit think I Jay into that. the judgment, judgment Day. I don't think I can take that. It's not worth it to me at this point. <sighs> I mean, I don't want Judgment Jay to begin with, but <laughs> it would be sad. Dom can't handle that. It would be fun to uh, write that story, though. It would be. I agree. So, you know, Jay's getting like, uh, what is the word? There's a word I'm looking for. Um, mm -hmm. Propositioned. Yes constantly by the judgment day 
They're it's thirsty. It's going to be tough for him to. Uh, it's going to be hard for him to turn down. Right, like he's alone. He's not good at yep. being alone. Yep. Everybody keeps getting mad at him when he tries to do the right thing, and then they're like, "Hey, buddy, we love you. We think you're amazing." And also, like, Rhea thinks you're great. So it's a lot of temptation. Well, and also he's got people who are just threatening him constantly too. It's like right. it's not just that they're mad; they're just like, "Oh yeah, and I'm gonna kick your ass about." It. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they're not just um, gonna yell at him in a parking lot. It's gonna be yeah. so much worse than that. He's like, "I need help." Well, let's jump on ahead a little bit to our main event, a women's mm-hmm. main event, which is always exciting. Very nice. We see. Raquel Rodriguez versus Rhea Ripley. The double R ranch versus the double R ranch. I don't know. There was a joke in there somewhere, but I missed it. You can keep workshopping that. The rivalry is not going to end on Monday. (laughs) I will say, so the match they had before, Mm -hmm. we had kind of talked about it being, it felt, to me when I first started watching, it felt slower Right. But then I got used to the style of it. This match, it felt like they picked up the momentum. This was everything I wanted the match at Payback to be. Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot better. I think it was more brutal. It was more brutal. It was more intense. I mean, like, everyone was primal screaming and freaking out. It was a yeah. lot. And I loved It was really it. intense. Mm-hmm. Um... I didn't, t- like I, I I told you before we started recording, I didn't take a ton of notes because I was just like watching the match. Um, We see an unexpected visitor. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Um, My reaction was Nia Jax? Question mark? Yeah. That was my, my response. I have seen so many tweets about this being Vince's last evil deed. <laughs> and I'm like, well, it is it is an evil deed. I mean. I just. I remember being really excited about Nia Jax once upon a time. The promise of Nia Jax is fantastic. But she's like kind of a not good wrestler, right? And she's kind of dangerous. She's clunky in the ring. She's injured people. I mean, she's like a much prettier Ridge Holland. Much prettier. I think here's what I will say about Nia Jax. She seems like a really nice person. Yeah. She's beautiful. I don't wish her any ill. I love, (laughs) I love seeing women in larger bodies in professional wrestling. Yeah. And a diversity of larger bodies, right? Like, not just, like, Raquel's body. Um, right, right. So, like, I could pin a lot of hopes on Nia Jax, except the best thing Nia Jax has ever done is that time she fell on her ass and shrieked my hole. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so, amazing. Yeah. yeah, and I just keep seeing a lot of, like, wwe's instagram trying to pump it up right like she's back she's back she's back so it's like is she back back or is she just kind of back for a little while back and like who asked for this and who cares because i haven't seen a ton of positive response to this i haven't either and also like once again i'm gonna say 
you have so many wrestlers you're doing fuck all with. Mm-hmm. Like, like, is is this really who we want to insert into the title picture right now? Is Nia Jax? I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. I was bummed because I was like, this is a great match. I, I mean, on one hand, I'm like, okay, we're going to keep this going. There hasn't been a decisive decision, but like, uh, Nia Jax. Well, and you know, she, she interferes and then attacks Rhea Mm -hmm. and it's like, so she's obviously just out for herself, right? Yeah. She's here for Nia Jax. She's not here for Rhea. I'm not, I'm not excited to see Rhea and Nia wrestle. Neither am I. At all. I have never really enjoyed a Nia Jax match. Um, I just... I guess if we are looking for Rhea to be injured and out of commission for six to 12 months, this is a great way to do it. But, and you know, maybe Nia Jax has been working on her skills, right? I don't know. I don't know. I would love that to be the truth. Mm -hmm. Me too. For everybody's sake. So yeah, match was awesome until that moment. I was like, why are we doing this? These two are doing just fine on their own. It's like way to take a nice thing and shit all over it, dad. It's really compelling and interesting to watch. And now here we are. So Well, is there anything else you'd like to talk about this week in wrestling? No, you know what? I think uh you have covered it admirably. Wow, thanks. You're welcome. Peabody, Thank you. Here I come. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's for sports journalism, but this is a soon really to a sports be, journalist. This is a soon to be award winning podcast. I like your optimism. So. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us for another episode. You can find us on the artist formerly known as Twitter at WIF Girls Pod. Visit our website at wrestlingisforgirls.com. And keep in mind that if you're feeling blue, you've probably got a place in the Judgment Day. <laughs>